Hey everybody, what's going on? It's uh, Jake and Marky Mark here. This is Cold Ones episode 17. Wow. Yeah, by the way, I can still hear your TV a little bit if you want to turn, ah. turn them down just a, just a smidge. No, it's the whole dodgeball team in or, here. Or you can leave it on, that's fine TV. too. It's, it's, I'm watching a dodgeball tournament. Oh, I, I, I feel yeah. you there. In your in your living room? Mm-hmm. Uh, we have no topics today, so it should be a nope. fun one. Should be a fun <laughs> one. but <laughs> Yeah, uh, nothing at all. I guess there's a few things we could talk about, maybe. Hopefully we can make it last at least an hour. Yeah. <laughs> and I think the last time we said that, we went almost like two and a half hours, but yeah we'll see we'll see what happens here um anyway it's friday it's weekend time uh oh dude i've been freaking uh i've been slacking on on the website what i totally forgot to upload last week's episode like after after we recorded it i didn't do anything on the website like i didn't change the schedule or anything i think it still says week 16 on a on the schedule oh and I didn't upload it. I have it saved on my desktop, but it's just been it's been such a long week. I'm tired. Yeah. I got little sleep last night and no sleep. I didn't get to nap today, so I'm I'm tired right now. Uh cranky. Very cranky. <laughs> <laughs> long night. Oh yeah. Oh jeez. But I heard you had a good weekend already. I didn't. Like you said, it's not even the weekend. I know. Yeah, before we started, you're like, How was your weekend? I'm like Yeah. I don't know. It hasn't started yet. I really thought it was the weekend. Because <laughs> what, you had the last three days off or something? Uh, yesterday and today, yeah. Mm. Must be nice. Yeah. Oh, yes, it is. Anyway, Mark, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking today? What do you got? I've got ice water today. Oh, at least it's cold. Yeah, you're just trying <laughs> to be nice. No, I'm just kidding. No, I've got a uh, uh, viewer request and i'm i didn't ask you prior so we'll see how this plays out can't wait to see miller light again but uh (laughs) but i've got red yeah red stripe jamaican lager jamaican yeah it was a viewer request and last week we said it would be uh the new beer we're gonna try this week you never tried this i don't think i've ever oh my god we found a beer that mark has never tried oh yeah i've never tried it either but I did find a six pack. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Look at you. I was looking for single cans, but they didn't have any. So I had a six pack. Didn't know it was a bottle opener. So I'm going to have to <laughs> give me a second. You got to find, find your Hillary Clinton. Got to go get Hillary's thing. big mouth. Hillary. <laughs> there she is. Yeah. Looks right. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's try this straight from Jamaica. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I just picked it up last week, and I'm on uh, my international flight home. Smells a little skunky. Ooh, that is. We'll see how it oh tastes. Oh boy, it doesn't look too dark though. It's it smells like Rolling Rock. It is a lager beer, so that's good. Yeah, that's a good start. I think I might enjoy it a little bit. All right, let's go for it. Cheers, baby. (laughs) 
Okay. It's, it's all right. It's not bad. I could, uh, not bad. It's almost, it's, it's almost like, a not as pungent Samuel Adams. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm, 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 uh, I'm getting a little bit of a rolling rock kind of Stella. Yeah. I could feel that. I couldn't do like a whole sitting. I don't think, you know, no, this, this smells definitely stronger than the taste. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I cool. I do have five other ones, but I might I might uh, just have those periodically <laughs> yeah. throughout, throughout the weeks coming up, or I yeah. guess the days. I don't know how much do I drink. Well, I got I, don't even know. I got this big old twenty four ounce bottle, so it's can't can't abort now. That's all I got. Well, uh, topic one. Topic <laughs> one. You said you had a few, right? Or like some little things. Or do you have you have you have zero? Not really. All right, I'll start us <laughs> off then. Let's see. Let's see what I got in my docket here. Uh huh. Oh, I'm just here for the Jamaican beer. <laughs> yeah, we're just here for the uh, for the the Jamaican Islands. <laughs> Takes it back. Red Stripe. Try it out. <laughs> this is for. Oh, actually, you know what? I do have something oh, yeah. to mention. Yeah. Uh, Chris, what's his name? Chris something sorry chris i forgot your name i got it right here christopher plain uh, he has his own podcast don't remember what it's right. called so sorry <laughs> yeah we're terrible you know how good <laughs> I, I remember these things um but we're gonna be on it on monday 7th yeah i don't, I don't think it's live though so i think well, we're pre-recording we'll, but... we'll post about it prior and yeah we'll that. post about it we could uh put some links and then I'm guessing next cold ones we could give you more information because I I think it's a pre-recording. I think oh, okay. so. Well, whatever. Either way, cool. we'll get we'll get the information and uh, yeah, let you guys know. I don't know exactly what what it's going to be about, but I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be fun. Yeah, it be fun. But yeah, Christopher Plain was the red stripe man, and uh, yeah. he, he was watching us for a few weeks before we left Facebook, and. Uh, to show appreciation we're like hey we'll try out your beer when we get back to trying new beers out so uh, <laughs> here we are yeah Red stripe not a bad choice mm -hmm. that'll do um so <laughs> bud light bud light mm -hmm. th that great <laughs> company that you enjoy so much or well, yes. i guess that's not the company but that's one of their beers uh <laughs> i was at the store the other day and so I know how they've they've already been getting carried away with like the seltzers and you know the yes I saw <laughs> too too many words on one can I know I think I might it was Bud Light no. seltzer and then flavor whatever it was and then underneath that iced tea yeah is that new yeah. is that a yeah. new product walk me yeah. through, walk me through the mindset of this uh... stuff there, there's like sixteen words on the can to explain what you're drinking. Yeah, uh, it's too many words. I will say that. Uh, I am One an word. Light. <laughs> light. <laughs> um, I, uh, you know, just a reminder, I am a Anheuser-Busch person. I love all their products. All their uh, products. The seltzers, the, the iced teas. New tattoo I got. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but, I, uh, uh, yeah, so that one I just started seeing recently uh, come out. And they've even gone a step further than that. It's oh. there's a like 
two cans in one case. It's like a 24 pack case. It's, it, I don't know. It's like Bud Light, seltzer, lemonade, uh, <laughs> something else. Uh, and then there's a different variation of it on the other half of the case. And yeah, it's, it's, it, there's a lot going on. That's too much, man. What it, it, it is. Whatever happened to just kicking back and popping open a nice cold beer and uh, yeah, drinking with I your think, buddies. I think they definitely closed in on that uh, whole thing where it's like you used to have half people say, well, I don't like the taste of beer, and the other half like the taste of beer. And now it's like, well, I don't like the taste of beer, but I like the taste of seltzer beer yeah. or this. Or I guess, but I still don't, don't want to read a novel when I'm buying an alcoholic <laughs> beverage. <laughs> yeah. Like there, there's a, like White Claw, for example. I'm not, I'm not a seltzer fan at all, but. No, me neither. It's just White Claw and then it has the flavor like strawberry or lemon or whatever. Like yeah. White Claw is the brand and then there's a the flavor. But with these Bud Light things, it's like there's 15 words on the can. Well, then I think where, I think where it went too far was the, uh, you know, we both like Bud Light Platinum. Right? Yeah. Those are. Love it perfect beer. great yeah and then they just they 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 couldn't leave it alone and they did bud light platinum seltzer mm. blueberry wild berry <laughs> see they keep adding words to it yeah. too they can't just be happy with like yeah it's too much man yeah it's wild berry or something berry something platinum seltzer and it's like marketed as Bud Light Platinum, but you know, it's like, man, come I, on. That that's really sad because <laughs> Bud Light uh, Bud Light Platinum is is it's a phenomenal beer. Yeah, it is, especially in the aluminums. Oh yeah, so good about that. Yeah. But um, me as a as a Miller Light fan, I I take pride in the fact that at least as of right now, they haven't. Uh, given into any of that yet yeah yeah and i'm sure the fact that i'm so prideful about it they're going to do it eventually and let me down nobody can just leave you alone i know but <laughs> every time I, I try to get excited or be proud about something they always mm -hmm. they always got to let me down but uh, yeah I, and that's when you start writing to corporate yeah that's when i gotta <laughs> i gotta get the emails out and yeah i gotta get some contact information it's a whole process, so don't. I, please don't put me don't through that, mess Miller. With me. <laughs> uh, um, no, but I, 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 that might be the reason why you don't see Miller Lite so much in uh, in bars in California, because maybe it's a uh, straightforward beer and nobody likes that yeah. anymore. It, yeah, they don't. I mean, even though like you don't see like those seltzer beers really in bars, but like yeah, but at least the bud brand is is yeah. getting themselves known out there and miller's just sticking with miller light yeah and, and the other I, couple they have i can definitely respect that they're they're so far sticking to their guns i love it It was funny because i remember sending you a screenshot of or, or not even a screenshot it was like a picture whenever i'm cheating i'm mixing beers <laughs> yeah when Coors came out with that Coors seltzer, and I sent it to you, I was like, "Oh, they're getting I know. close. They're starting. They're getting close. Uh, the the parent company is starting. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, uh, hopefully Miller doesn't go that way. If they do, I will probably never try it. 
unless someone yeah i mean if someone like buys it for me or is like or if i'm somewhere and that's all they have i'll, I'll drink it i'm not gonna like if it does against we're it. both getting it for cold ones <sighs> <laughs> that's maybe <laughs> it's never gonna happen though never gonna happen i can't say that because motley crew let me down hard ah uh, that hard. was never gonna See, happen that was, that was one that i was very sure about Still might never happen. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I'm hoping it never happens. <laughs> they they better keep pushing yeah. it back. Yeah. I'm glad. Mm. Uh, I mean, the whole thing with with that was was oh the dirt movie came out and there's all this this buzz around us and like, the young yeah. crowds into us and all that stuff and that might have even been an excuse. I don't know if there's really that many young people that were super excited about it. I've wondered that too. But, um. At this point, when did that movie come out? It's already been like three and a half years or something like that. Yeah, maybe no. Yeah, probably about two and a half, three, right? Two and a half for three years, something around there. Wow. The I think by this point the buzz has died down. Oh, definitely. So they don't really have to come back, but they've already made such a big deal about it. I could understand they're kind of in that that limbo where it's like we can't go back on a word about coming back now. After yeah, going back on a word about never coming back. And uh, never coming back for you. I was just, just about to start coming that. <laughs> it's a whole thing. But I still think they, they're they not capitalizing on the opportunity to to take Joan Jett off of the, the, <laughs> off of the set and put, like, Rat or somebody. Because didn't Rat finally yeah. get their stuff together? I mean, I know they're a mess yeah. as a band, but they at I least, think like, got like, back together. Yeah, like, even uh, even... Steven said um, the only way I'll ever make another rat record is with the original guys plus Carlos of course so, or you know what might cool. happen is they're going to drop Joan Jett and put LA rats in there yeah I can see that <laughs> that's a very <laughs> that's a very Nicky thing to do yeah or 6am uh, the that rat thing is interesting though I mean interesting or entertaining whatever you want to call it but uh yeah, because I watched that live stream, Steven's live stream, and oh, I didn't even know when Bobby Blotzer, Bobby Blotzer came out and played drums, or B-Blotz, my bad. B-Blotz, yeah. I don't know who Bobby Blotzer is. I only know he came out and He came out and drummed, and I was just like so shocked because this last thing that happened was they all broke up, and then he took the name and went and played all these shows as rat and like lawsuits and yeah, this, and I remember that. all that. And, and all of a sudden he just jumps up on stage and B Bloss was only, <laughs> was only playing with, uh, with tribute bands and <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so is, is it, um, is it the whole gang back together or just most of them? Uh, it's, uh, sorry. So no. So, so far it's, Warren D. Martini's not in the band. Oh, like, oh, sorry. Um, you want to give me a second? Um, technical issues. Sure. Uh, yeah, no. So it's um, I can take that. Um, so it's uh, it's Stephen, um, Carlos Cavazo. I think. I hope. Um, Juan Crucier and B Blots. But so far right now, Warren's gone. And it's like, I don't want to see Rat without Warren D. Martini. Yeah. 
What's Which, it, that surprised me. I couldn't believe. Was it was it one one Crucier the uh, the one originally they they were having trouble getting back? Yeah, yeah, yeah for like ever. So what happened? I mean, there? like he, he a just, decade or two decades. He just, he just changed his mind. It's like all right. I think so. Probably because he heard. If B blots is in, I'm in. Probably because he heard me play Rat with him, and he's like, "Man, this isn't working. I gotta get back <laughs> with Rat." <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know. I would like to go see another rat show. They're fun. It's just... Yeah, I mean, it's cool they got nice. that that much of them together, at least. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you, you definitely need Born sure, yeah. in there, too. Um, that's cool, though. I mean, I'm I'm a probably bigger rat fan than I should be. Me, too. Uh, I We both saw, together, we saw Steven on his solo thing, and it wasn't great. Yeah, but it wasn't as it, bad it as was... it wasn't as bad as those uh, those videos that came out later where he couldn't even stand up on stage. Yeah, it was just it was kind of weird because like he sounded okay. It wasn't like he didn't sound that bad. It was, yeah, it, it's just like the energy wasn't there, and it was weird because he just came out in like a t shirt and cargo shorts. Yeah, didn't he have? I thought he had like leather shorts on or something weird. No, he, he was he was wearing a or not cargo. Yeah, he was wearing a camouflage. Yeah, camouflage cargo shorts. Okay. And just like a plain t-shirt. It was really weird. Yeah. And uh, But it was like the song like when it when you're at the show and you hear the songs, it's a lot of fun. Oh yeah, especially some of the some of the ones that only like bigger rap fans care about. Yeah, he was doing like body talk and yeah. stuff like that. It's pretty Lay cool. it down. Lay it down. Because, you know, a lot of casual... I don't even know if there's casual rap fans. I think you either <laughs> you either like only know Round and Round or you like a decent amount yeah. of their songs. Yeah. I, I don't know if there's really any in-betweens. Like, they were they were pretty consistent Like before they all started doing the breakups and all that stuff. Like, I, was, I read Steven's book and uh, like, it surprised me how long they stayed headlining arenas. Like they actually did it into like, uh, like Reach for the Sky and like '91 or nine, it was something like that. They were still headlining arenas, which yeah. I didn't even realize. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird seeing these bands like like Rat, Skid Row, Cinderella, and like kind of those. I don't know if you'd call them like B-list bands or, or whatever, wherever you Which, label them. What but we like, consider now. Yeah, just because like at one point they were almost on top of the world with, with yeah. Motley Crue and Guns N' Roses and all of them. Oh, yeah. But now it's like Motley and Guns N' Roses could still headline Dude. their own tours and and yeah. do sell pretty well. But these bands are like barely selling out the whiskey and like yeah. doing, doing like smaller kind of theater shows and not really selling out all the time and and yeah you see the more like opening first like opening for festivals and things like that it's kind of like daylight yeah so. i always wonder like what happened i mean maybe it's because at least with like skid row and well i don't know because i was gonna say at least with skid row it's because they kind of like came in later but guns N roses kind of came in later too but they they made it work but yeah uh, yeah they they had a whole different type of yeah it's in, like even just watching the music videos like like you watch some of those rap music videos mm-hmm. and they're they're playing in like these just like jam packs probably sold out arenas 
Yeah. And then you see them now and they're playing to like 250 people. And it's like, what happened in between? Yeah. I know. Yeah. Like, uh, I've, yeah. Like I seen Vince Neal. No, I seen Cinderella open for Vince Neal in Clinton, Oklahoma in the parking, (laughs) in the parking lot of our casino. Wow. And, and first of all, Clinton is so small. Like they still talk about the time Van Halen stopped for gas. Yeah, like back in like '84 or something like that's still like a, something people remember. So the fact that Cinderella is playing in the parking lot of our casino is a huge. Deal. Was wasn't there a, something with Poison doing something in a parking lot? Probably no. <laughs> um, uh, no, I mean they play, Poison can still do like amphitheaters and stuff like that. They they play at an amphitheater. Well, I just out. mean I just mean in, in Oklahoma, wasn't there some? Uh... Yeah, so you know how uh, I told you I. Um, really good friend of ours uh like my family's um was the promoter for the zoo amphitheater in oklahoma Oklahoma city and that's where all the big bands like that named after the scorpions well yeah yeah (laughs) um yeah and they've back back, they're another band that's played there and all that so the zoo amphitheater is huge obviously and they do the big concerts and uh they kind of branched off and made their own promotion company and they bought this giant tent event tent and like they could pop it up they could pop it up in parking lots and stuff and it would hold like 900 people Hmm. or like 600 people or whatever and the first time they did it was in clinton and they did one show was docking warrant and rat oh wow like in clinton oklahoma it was like you know population six thousand or whatever yeah it's like the whole town's down there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, I, I'd go down there. That's a, that sounds like yeah. a cool lineup. It's like all you have, to, like all I had to do is get in my car and drive two minutes down the road. And it's right there. Yeah. Well, what's cool about being from a small town like that is, is you were talking about. Uh, I don't remember if you said if you said it was Carnival of Sins or, or one of the Motley shows, but basically, like a lot of bands, including Motley Crue. Sometimes like they'll play a show there and kind of test stuff out. <laughs> Sorry. Having issues. <laughs> have to turn it off. Sorry. That's Sorry. All right. I like the uh, I like pretending there's a crowd watching me. She panicked and turned the TV off. Um. <laughs> um i'm sorry what <laughs> weren't you saying uh i think it was for carnival of sins tour or something like motley played a show out there and was kind of like testing stuff out or something or they're like yeah, trying... oh yeah it, same promotion company so um she i was talking to her at a white snake show they were doing she picked awesome bands like i was like how are you getting this band <laughs> and like one time it was white snake and all this stuff and after that one it was awesome she'd get me backstage at like all these shows and stuff She'd give me your like promoter pass, which is even better than like backstage. You know, promoter yeah. pass, you do whatever. Like I remember one time I went to the, uh, I used like Poison's dressing room, bathroom, and I took their, uh, I took their day schedule. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, anyways, she was telling me like, hey, so I think we're actually gonna get Motley. I was like, no, there's no way. Motley. Who? Yeah, Motley Lou. <laughs> And uh, and sure enough, they booked. It was uh, it was like a long day of shows. Like you know, you got your your hinders, and you know they're from Oklahoma, and you got Hinder. your Texas, 
Texas hippie correlation and all that stuff. Yeah. And, and but then it was Motley Crue. Well, it was weird because they weren't on tour. This had nothing, but they were planning a tour. And uh, I guess they just wanted to, you know, dust themselves off and try some <laughs> stuff. And and it was it was by an airport. It was an empty airfield, basically. That's pretty and cool. Like, and so, and it was the stage where they had kind of like this industrial look to it. They had these beams everywhere. Uh, I think they had the giant fan. Um, you know, the giant fans on stage yeah, or whatever. Um, but anyways, um, all the lights go down and there's this like red light. Just It's just a simple little red light on the stage. And all of a sudden you see Tommy's silhouette on the drums. And I was like, wow, that's Mom different. Because I had seen the tour prior. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And Tommy just sits down and just starts for Red Hot. I was like, there's no way they're opening with Red Hot. And yeah, they Nick just comes in and oh my God, it was awesome. It was the first time I ever heard Too Young to Fall in Love, too. Because I had. Oh, when yeah, because you're a late bloomer. Yeah, well, because like by the time I seen the Carnival of Sins, they had already dropped it from the set. I was so bummed. Oh, they, I didn't know they dropped it on, on the, that tour. On the second leg, they. Dude, that's they one of the best it. songs in the. On the thing, yeah. I mean, not even on the set, just one of their best songs in general. Yeah, they um, they dropped it. Even that's uh, the way he starts on that one. So cool. Yeah, I was so bummed because I had the DVD memorized. Yeah. And and all of a sudden, they just went straight to list. I, I still have it like, memorized. It's like 15 years later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and they also cut out um, Helter Skelter. I, that's fine. It, it sounds it sounds really cool, but that was like one of their encores or whatever. So you know, mm -hmm. although and then Mighty Mike would come out. They didn't show it on the DVD. Mighty Mike would come out and be like, "All right, the guys are going to go back into the studio and get you a new record." Oh like, really? Oh, and they did three years later. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, I, I actually would prefer uh, Helter Skelter over Anarchy in the UK. Or USA, I guess, is their version. Yeah. I'm, I've just never really been a big fan of that song. Like, the original one, I don't care much for. Motley's no, version yeah. is, you know, whatever. And I think, didn't Megadeth do a version too, I think? I think so. I think. It's, I don't know. I'm, I'm Maybe I'm just not too much into punk music. I'm not either. But I just, I never cared much for that song. Even on, because uh, they released it on, on Decade of Decadence or decades of decadence and that was my least favorite even back then like i didn't know it was a cover song oh really? when i first heard it because i didn't know who sex pistols were at the time but uh yeah i was didn't care much no i'm i'm not a i'm not a punk fan at all like uh, and actually funny enough the punk gets brought up because today uh me and justice went to go see uh that new corella movie um we went damn good movie <laughs> you already seen it i watched it last weekend oh wow it was cool. so good I, I mean maybe you disagree with me but i thought it was no, so not, good not really i don't I, no it it made me it, i don't know it was really cool like i yeah. i think that that was that was feminism in movies done right done right oh i yeah because right. because i think i think we mentioned that. we mentioned last week 
I think. It might have been after. We, I don't remember because we, for the viewers at home, <laughs> yeah. uh, we always we always have our which we mentioned before. We do our our pre before the show. Me and Mark have a few drinks together and talk about stuff, mm-hmm. and then usually after the show we'll talk for like another hour or two. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I don't know what we talked about on the show and what. Oh yeah, what, what it kind was, of, it's yeah. a little blurry. But I think it was on the show. But we talked about how like. Uh, I think like specifically Netflix, how like they'll just have these things where they either have just like a gay character or a feminism thing or yeah, just, just to try to just cause it's in now and just like, we have to yeah. have this, but it's like, that's all they are. It's like, there's no it has plot nothing to behind do with it. Yeah. Plot, yeah. Nothing that. to do with the plot. There's no driving. It's, it's like, there's no character development. It's like, here's a, a black person because we need a black person. Here's a lesbian <laughs> just to be like, Hey, we're gay friendly. And yeah. it's like, nothing happens. And it's, it just feels forced and stupid. Yeah. When I watch Cruella, I mean, obviously like she's a girl and that's the main character, yeah. but it was, it was all, there was a lot of like girl, basically like, like girls could do things on their own and girl, like female strong, but it didn't feel forced at all. Like it was, it, it just it's to me it was badass it was like Which everything is, she did was badass and it even got yeah. me thinking of ideas for the band like different stuff of, oh yeah it, oh because she had some really cool yeah there was some really stuff. cool stuff and i like the whole time i was like dude this is really awesome yeah um dude i thought no i like uh i was expecting you know i even told her i was like ah you know, <laughs> I, I don't because you know even the trailer because the trailer doesn't help it does that I, whole I didn't watch I am the woman, I didn't watch I am woman hear me roar or whatever. Okay. I was like, oh no. Yeah, see when you they do, when they do that stuff, it makes it feel forced. But it, I think they said that line at the very beginning, and then that was it. Like yeah. the rest was just a good movie. Like it yeah, was really good. Not... But what were you gonna say? You said speaking of punk, and you brought up Cruella. Oh yeah, that's right. Were you gonna talk about uh, the soundtrack? Yeah, um, that was the. I mean, it's really cool that they did it because it's rock. It's yeah. like it was very like that whole movie was very rock, but it made it reminded me. I was like, oh yeah, they uh, they were really heavy on punk, which I was like, they were. Okay. Yeah, but I, and I, I don't I don't like punk. I know that's bad to say, but it would have been cool if they would have went like hard rock. That would have been sweet. It, it was still. I still feel like it was a pretty good soundtrack though for like it fit. especially for a Disney film. Yeah. Like it, it was mostly eighty songs. I mean, it was all like cover versions, but yeah, it was mostly eighty songs. I think there was like maybe one or two new ones, and then maybe then of course they had like sixties rock music. Yeah, people. but it was it was. I, I was surprised at a lot of the songs that they had in the thing. I know they but, had a that last one. Not to give too much. I mean, it doesn't say anything about the story, but like the. Uh, sympathy for the devil when they played that i was like oh my god that's cool yeah that was cool i think i'm not a huge uh iggy pop fan mm-hmm. but i think the the, the i just want to be your dog i think that scene was really cool though yeah i absolutely hate that song but the scene was cool yeah <laughs> it was a it was a really cool uh yeah it was i've i've loved that movie i thought it was, it was really good. awesome yeah. and i have a lot of respect for cruella de now I think she's a badass. I, I seen this great comment. I think she's a bad, bad bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I seen this comment because someone like uh, shared somebody was freaking out about the movie, like you know Satan worshiping this and oh. that, and that. 
And uh, oh, so, Jesus. I like, so I was like, I have to read the comments. So I went in. <laughs> And they were just tearing this person apart. And oh, was it one... like, wait, what was it? Was a Facebook post? Yeah. Oh, okay. And and at one point, someone had the best comment. Like I think I even screenshotted it. It was so good. So there's all this back and forth, back and forth, and this person just goes, "You do realize that this story is about a girl who skins dogs." <laughs> 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 that's true she also <laughs> got her name from devil yeah devil and her mm-hmm. place is called hell manor so hell manor yeah uh yeah if, i mean if you're that hardcore <laughs> about about the satan symbolism in there just don't watch it <laughs> yeah maybe maybe uh children's movies are a little bit too much for you to handle yeah i like that they pushed it a little bit you know yeah it was it was uh I was I was kind of surprised for a Disney movie. It was uh yeah. It was it was really cool though. I liked it a lot. I did feel like one thing I will say that I I wasn't too fond of is I feel like they had too much of the um what was her name? Uh the Emma Thompson character? No, 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 not her. Uh no, Cruella with the with the red wig on. Her regular oh yeah 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 mm-hmm. yeah i noticed that. like it because it, it felt like it, it was weird that i mean it was i understand how they had like the the two different personalities or whatever mm-hmm. but it was weird that they kind of chose like her regular hair oh yeah for her yeah. wig because yeah. it, it was like it almost just felt like i was just watching emma stone yeah at, yeah. at some points yeah and not to say like she she did a, a great job playing the character like mm-hmm. it wasn't that I wasn't immersed or anything but it was just, it was almost like too much of it without like the black and white hair that I was almost like I kind was just of like watch- yeah it's almost like just watching one of those like teenage Emma Stone movies when at it kinda, some points it kind of seemed like it kind of like if the Joker goes out to do his terrorizing or whatever he puts on the makeup and does all that stuff. yeah like like so. Yeah, that's a good example. Like the the first Batman movie with uh with Heath Ledger, or no no, no. Uh, with Michael Keaton. Oh yeah, yeah. And Jack Nicholson. The the yeah. scene where where they uh they like ruined the painting museum or whatever. Yeah, yeah and he yeah. has like regular or mm-hmm. he, he like put on well, skin color yeah. makeup or whatever. Yeah, and like it's it, it would be like if half the movie he was wearing that, and it's yeah. like you're kind of waiting for the Joker to show up, but it's just like Jack Nicholson. And you're yeah. watching a Jack Nicholson movie as opposed to watching a Joker movie. Yeah. That, that was the only thing to me that was kind of like. Wish it, you had more of. Yeah. It almost, it almost seemed like a little bit too much of that, but. Yeah. Like a uh, disguise. Yeah. It, yeah. They used it as a disguise. Rather yeah. Pretty than, much. Yeah. yeah. And, but, uh, but I still loved it though. I thought it was really good. Yeah. I know. It's still really good. It was worth, it was worth the $30 or 20. Oh, okay. I, I remember how oh, much so I you, paid. Wow. You went to a movie theater? I went to a movie theater. Wow. I didn't. I didn't do the Disney Plus. Yeah. We'll see what I was gonna do, because, because so we had we had a whole day, which is funny because okay, so it was it was the day after I got my my second COVID vaccine shot, and you know how mm-hmm. most people, I guess, feel sick and are in yeah. bed all weekend and stuff, which I did feel kind of sick that night and the next day, but, and and me and Cat were like, we're just we're not gonna do anything this weekend. We're not gonna plan anything, and we had. 
one of the busiest weekends of her life that day. <laughs> we we were out all day long, and there were some points even like I felt fine. I was just super sore, but Cat was like, there's some points where she felt kind of dizzy, she felt kind of sick, but wow. we were just pushing through. We're like, we just want to have a fun time. We want to give the kids a good time, and whatever. But so originally I was just gonna I was gonna bootleg it because I'm a uh, I didn't want to say it first, so, so at least you said it first. No, I was, we were we were just gonna come because I did that with with uh, Raya the Last Dragon. That okay. that was the the last Disney premiere movie that came out, or whatever. And so we just came down here and 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 put it on the projector, and I, I found oh, the website. Cool. Even though now it's it's free on Disney Plus anyway, but I did it like two weeks ago, so I, oh, know, okay. whatever. But yeah, so I just found it on on one of the bootleg websites, and and we watched it down here as a family. Nice. But we were just out and about, and we were doing stuff, and we we're like, "Want to go to the movies and watch Cruella?" And I was like, "Sure, why not?" Why not? And um, it was going to cost about the same amount as buying it on Disney Plus. Yeah, it's like yeah. thirty bucks or something like that. Wow! But uh, they they let us bring Emily in for free, even though she's oh, over cool. the two two plus age limit so we only paid twenty dollars so we actually saved money oh cool wow but uh oh and dude believe it or not this movie theater i don't they had like some deal or something i don't know if it's like because quarantine prices or something are discounted we got we got a candy we got large icy large popcorn Mm -hmm. and i think we got something else and I guess it was in like some combo pack. The whole thing cost like twenty dollars. Wow! Because you know, usually like when you buy snacks and stuff, you end up spending like fifty bucks. You're like, Jesus, yeah. why did I spend fifty dollars on candy? I know. But it was like almost a reasonable price, and we even asked them, "We're like, are you, are you missing something? Yeah, like, are, are you sure you put that in right?" They're like, "Oh, yeah. it's this," and we're like, "Is that like COVID prices?" Like, no, it's just, it's just like this combo thing, and we're like, "That still seems weird, but all right, if if yeah. you say so." No, no argument. But. Uh, yeah, it was a good. Yeah, I, I actually went to the movie theater. Nice. With my kids. Yeah. First time. Well, I took Emily before when uh, yeah. the, the first Aladdin came out, and that was a horrible movie. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, it was my first time taking both of the kids, and nice. it wasn't too bad. There wasn't too much screaming and crying, and uh, Angela was like sleeping the whole time, so it was pretty good. Oh, wow. I enjoyed it. Lucked out on that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, good movie. Recommend it. Me too. Highly recommend. Great <laughs> film. Uh, what else do we got here? Okay, so Kistery on A and E. Oh, that's right. I guess tonight they're like filming some live thing somewhere nearby. Yeah, they're actually playing live tonight. They're, they're like playing. Yeah, they a were in show? rehearsal studios. They were in rehearsal studios all week. Last week. I, ju- I just know because I saw uh, Nick Fox. You follow him, right, on Facebook? Mm-hmm. He he posted something about there's, like, a Kiss banner and just a bunch of seats that had, like, A&E on the back. And I guess – I don't know if he's working it or he's just going. <laughs> yeah, you got – I think it's, it's like, at somewhere near you, ah. like, Universal somewhere. I don't know. You probably could have went. Man <laughs> – you know what? Just make me feel good about myself and tell me that you missed it on purpose so you could be here tonight doing cold. Well, calls. of course, of course. But uh, I, th- I think it's airing next Monday, not not like after this weekend, but the next Monday, Monday and Tuesday, because it's a two day extravaganza. Yeah, yeah, they've they've been uh, 
like I said, they've been in rehearsals like all last week. So is it I, like a is it like a full on show though, or are they just doing some stuff for the? Probably just a couple songs. I, I don't think it's because like it was. Full... It looked like a super small stage. Oh really? Oh the, look, it, there it is. Ah, wow, my phone phones do listen to you. Don't <laughs> let anybody tell you differently. Hey Alexa, history A and E. Yeah. Wow, that's a small. Mm-hmm. Well, not their logo takes up the whole. That's why I wasn't sure if it was like a whole live performance or if they're just doing like a Q&A type thing. Jeez, that's like an outdoor, like, little festival thing. <laughs> that's funny. Um, that's pretty cool, um, I guess. I was going to do a game with you and see how much how much history you know. Oh, and then compare next, compare next week and then see how much you actually were right or wrong after the thing airs. Yeah. But I... Uh, as I said at the beginning of this episode, I was kind of slacking and didn't put anything together, so I didn't put that together. Well, just so you know, as a kid, my favorite game I had, and you know, I know it's hard to understand, but games used to be physical games, but uh, like board games and stuff, but um, I had this giant tin can that was a picture, of a group photo of Kiss, and it said Kiss Trivia, and it had about five, like 300 cards in it. <laughs> That was like my favorite game. That and Kissopoly. <laughs> oh yeah. Did, what about Kiss Pinball on the PlayStation One? I had that one. Is I actually rebought it. I have it in the living room right now. Did you know? I think I told you this before, but I don't think a lot of people knew this. If you have the the PlayStation One Kiss Pinball game, after the game loads up, you could take the disc out and put a CD in, and you could still play the game. But the CD, the music on the CD you put in will play in the Whoa, background. I didn't know that. Yeah. Because I, wow. I think I think the Kiss Pinball game only has like three or four songs on it. Yeah. But if you want, I mean, you can put any band you want. But if you want to listen to like the whole Destroyer album or whatever, oh. just after the game loads up, just take the disc out and then put Destroyer in your PlayStation. I don't know if it'll work because you have it on PS2. You can try oh. it. I don't know. Hmm. I, wow. I, I might only be PS1. I'm not sure. But yeah. Um, yeah, after the game loads up, you take the disc out and put the Destroyer album in and it'll just play the music and the game will keep working. That's cool. I didn't know that. <laughs> Kiss on top of their game there. Uh, so when are we going to put out a Love the Duchess video game? Sweet dad puns. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'd be damn. I'll, I'll freaking program it myself. We're, we're such that band that like nobody you know asked for it, but we're like, oh, yeah, you know what you need. <laughs> we'll have we'll have as much merchandise as Kiss does without having the demand for it. Without even one percent, just because we want all of it, yeah, for ourselves. I still want the the bobbleheads and action figures. I know. Oh, the the action figures are definitely going to happen. Oh yeah, My... And I found out you can do packs too, so you can you can get variations, you can get singles, you can get doubles, you can get all four. I, in I one need to pack. I need to figure out how to get a a, a license for Miller Lite, so my action figure could have the thirty pack Miller Lite briefcase. <laughs> That's very important to my Dude, character. I could see you having a double action figure pack. One is you, uh, regular stage clothes, and then the other is the album. Uh, is your solo? Oh cover. yeah, we we have to have one of those action figures where you can like change the head, like yeah, you know, you take oh yeah, like those horror ones that yeah, you switch, yeah, yeah, or they have they have those with like Batman and Spider Man where you could have like the yeah. Bruce Wayne or the Batman, and you could have like different outfits. Yeah, we need like you could have me and like. <laughs> Like looking like this, or you could take my head off and have like a werewolf head on with a choker. 
you can change like my it'll come with like a vest you can put on yeah miller light 30 pack yours is gonna have like how barbie has a dream house she has <laughs> she has like accessory packs that you have to buy for like 40 dollars separately like yeah. it's just so many like so many accessories stuff. yeah it's like oh yeah we got the leather duchess animal accessory kit coming out <laughs> <laughs> that's funny i can't wait we we gotta do that i'd i'd totally love to have a, a leather duchess video game but i think we need action figures before that <laughs> Or you know you know we could we could do what what Pokemon did, and the the only reason they have video games, or the reason it started is to sell the merchandise. I think wow. it was Pokemon. I could be wrong about that. I'm pretty sure no Pokemon fans are going to watch this, so they won't. No one <laughs> no one could correct me, so it's fine. But I know there was some game that they had a bunch of like merchandise and other things and they made a game specifically just to sell the merchandise so I that's what we, we that's what we'll have to do we'll have bobbleheads we'll have action figures we'll have a bunch of random crap that no one ever asked for and then we'll just make a leather duchess video game to try to sell all that stuff there was um a movie that did, the, the, the batman for batman forever is that the one with uh mr freeze no that is yes that is so no. that one that is batman and robin batman forever is the third one with uh with riddler and two-face that's right okay B- so, batman and robin is with mr freeze so batman and robin that movie uh i always thought it was weird when i was little i because they have their suits and obviously they're updated or whatever they're by the way suits. alicia silverstone oh yeah <laughs> oh the, that is her huh? the aerosmith girl yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow, yeah. Forgot about that. Um they so they had their suits and they were already cool. Like their suit well for a kid, like you know, I get the gripes and stuff. Um but like you know, they were already updated and cool, futuristic looking or whatever. But so they had that throughout the whole movie and then at the end of the movie they just change and they get an upgrade for like no reason plot-wise. And then someone was in a movie review for it was like, oh, yeah. And so, like, they can sell new toys based off one movie. <laughs> like, you know, like multiple toys for one movie. I was like, yeah. and it's only, it's seriously only the last little act of the movie, like, that they have those new suits. And so it's like, oh, that, okay. That, it, that was for toys. I think they even sold some toys that didn't show up in the movie. Because I, I feel like I remember... I I feel like I remember a Batmobile that I used to have. It was it was the Batmobile that was like all kind of like clear and blue. That was supposed to be like a uh, Doctor Freeze like froze the Batmobile type oh. thing. But it was like one. It I don't know. If, I don't yeah. know if it's supposed to be like he made one to resist the freeze or what. But I feel like I used to have a, a Batmobile toy that was like clear and blue that was supposed to have something to do with the movie, but it never showed up in the movie. <laughs> So I could definitely see uh I could definitely see them doing that too. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's what we're gonna do. Oh yeah. Well <laughs> yeah, we'll make album covers that al- album covers we never release songs for just to sell merchandise. Sell shirts and stuff. We'll sell a car, the Smutmobile. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't say it on the air. These these are yeah. <laughs> these are genius yeah. ideas. Yeah. 
Um, we see electric hound. Uh, Ted, don't take our idea. You're going to see the hound mobile. Like, no. <laughs> well, let's call it a wolf mobile. The wolf mobile. The wolf mobile. So, uh, okay, another topic I got here after the kiss thing. So we went from kiss to Batman. It's kind of it. I get that. See, this is this is how I, this is why I don't really worry when we don't really have real topics that I think we could cover an hour or two because it's like we go from point A to point B so fast. I don't even yeah. know how we got there at, at, at a point. But well, anyway, so the kiss thing it's airing. Uh, I think not this Monday coming up, but next Monday, Monday and Tuesday. Oh, okay. It's a two day event. See, and I don't have any, so it's like I haven't been looking much. Well, into that's why it, I was so, asking you yeah. when's when's your your you said your last day is on the the eighteenth. Yeah. Well, I mean, I started somewhere new. Like Monday. immediately. Yeah. Well, damn, Mark. I know. I, I should have thought you come that over out and tell him you got to start on Wednesday. <laughs> on Wednesday. You know what? I'll I'll tell you what. I'll find a spot to watch it. If if you could stay up, I don't know what your hours are, but if you could stay up late enough it's, to watch it, I'll find a place to watch it, and we could watch it together on Discord. That would be cool. I can do that. I can do that. I I, I don't I have to wake up at Kiss. I, I don't have to wake up at three o'clock anymore. <laughs> Even if you did have to, you'd still do it for Kiss. That's true. Um. So I know you've seen this, and I I want I want your thoughts on this. I'm not going to give my thoughts because I can't uh, I can't trash my people. But I know you can. You saw that. You saw that video of uh, Vince, right? His his first show Ooh. back and his solo thing, and he like he quit early or whatever. Although to be fair, not really to be fair, because he shouldn't do that at any show. But we don't know how far into the show that was. That could have been an encore or the last song or something. So maybe I I said the same thing. Yeah, I, like we, we don't know where it was in the show. But still, uh, I'll let you explain what happened, and then give me your thoughts on it. Okay. So in case you know, anyone, in case anyone hasn't seen this, which I think so most train people. Train A left the station at <laughs> this time. Train B left the station at this time. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, okay. So he he was playing. I, do you remember where? I, I don't know. I don't know. It was just some whatever. Whatever. But it, yeah, it was like his first show back since announcing his I think. being. His being Vince Neil and his solo band. Yeah, and... Because he, he got tired, just like everyone else, he got tired of the, the Motley postponing wait. BS. Yeah. That and he decided he... to book his own Vince Neil solo shows. And and he plays the smaller places, so obviously yeah. it's easier to book those right now. And uh, so, yeah, I, I watched it, and it caught my attention because it was the first time you've heard him sing since the announcement, as far as I'm as far as I know since they announced they were getting back together um and then so yeah i watched it reluctantly i was like you know because i i normally don't trash the dude like you know too bad like i don't know you've heard it all yeah you know and and it it is what it is but like i was like okay well i'll watch it because i am curious like what's the tour looking like so far because he he does look the same looks great (laughs) <laughs> yeah because he looks the same like um you know yeah uh, and so and it's so funny reading the comments because like well he still has another year it's like they said that last year mm-hmm. he had a year and a half last time yeah and and which and so, i i feel personally i feel let down because like when they booked it in that far in advance especially after 
after the, uh, COVID happened. I feel yeah. like, I feel like for anybody in, in that, that caliber of a band could look at that as an opportunity to be like, I could, th- that's enough time for me to get it together. Like yeah. maybe he won't be like looking like he did back in freaking 87, yeah. but like, you know, you could kind of get into shape and do some, like get your vocals like together. Did. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Every time, anytime Motley has a tour coming up, Nicky always gets into shape. Yeah. But especially now, yeah, that he's, I'm sure he's going to look freaking great for the tour. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like he, to me, I would have, if I was in his shape and we were going on the tour like this, I would have seen that as an opportunity like, okay, we don't know when this is going to end, but we're postponing this for about a year. Mm-hmm. At least when they first postponed it, it was supposed to be like a year later. So it's like, they got all this time to, I could hit the gym, I could work out, I could work yeah. with vocal coaches, I could try to get myself at least somewhere in a good spot. Because his is a, a, his, one of his big problems is breathing like yeah breathing control and that's probably has to do a lot with drinking too though i mean he's got the i mean obviously the weight thing the Mm. beard belly the it's a lot of things but like but there are big dudes that can still sing crazy good yeah you know it's just yeah it's just he's just yeah i was i was thinking like if if maybe he's just done it so much and it's whatever to him but like if it was if that something like that came up for me and I was looking like that, yeah. and I had a whole year postponed for the tour. I'd be like, "I'm gonna take this time to get it together and mm-hmm. try to give the fans something to be excited about." Like when I come yeah. back, I look like yeah. I used to back then. Because he is fully aware of the comments and stuff. He's made comments about the comments, so he's obviously um, fully aware of it. But uh, but the thing was that video. I was like, okay, well, you know, let's check it out. And it's kind of crazy because it was like, it wasn't that he was, it's not even just it was missing notes, but you know that feeling whenever something's wrong with your voice and it your voice just won't let you. Yeah. It, it wasn't that he was being lazy or nothing. It was just like, you could tell there was that night, or at least right then, his voice just shut off and it was like, this is as high as you can go. Yeah. And it's, sorry guy, it's not even in the right key. We're not, you know. And and it's not even like uh, oh I was hitting wrong notes or nothing. It's just it was just you could tell he he couldn't get the voice there, and so it was like I'm sure he recognized he's like oh yeah there's no fighting this, so yeah. it's just like yeah it's gonna it, I can't even get to that register right now. Yeah. So how after you watched the video, what were your thoughts and how did you feel about? Uh, uh, I guess I wasn't as I guess about. Because I saw a lot of comments about uh, people being like, well, I guess we know what to expect for the Motley tour coming up and stuff like that. So what did you think about it? Or did you not even compare it to the Motley stuff? Um, I'm not going to be suckered. Like, I don't I, I don't have faith that it's going to sound amazing uh, come time to the show. But at the same time, it's like, and I'm not trying to defend him so much. It's But I do get, I I. I that was a, stuff like that can happen. Yeah. I, I really do. I don't think that's his voice. I think something happened. I do think, obviously, because he called himself out, and you know he's not going to normally call himself out. Yeah. Um, so obviously, it seems like something was actually wrong. 
So I don't I don't think obviously it's going to sound like that. Yeah, so so here's my thing. Is on one side of it before Motley postponed the tour again. The tour was supposed to start I think last week. And this video came out I think 2 oh, weeks yeah. ago. So it's not like there would have been much improvement since then. But at the same time, I don't know the specifics of that show, so I don't know. We don't know, like, maybe they did, like, a two-hour set, like, something super long. I think Girls, with, with Vince's solo project, or solo band, I think v- Girls is usually, like, one of the encores. Yes, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's usually either, like, the last song or just, like, the encore or whatever. So yeah. maybe he had a great show, and just that one, he just couldn't do it anymore. Uh, but here here's two things on kind of the opposing side of that is first of all as most people know Vince does he doesn't sing a lot of the lyrics in the songs and a lot of times yeah. he, get, he gets the crowd singing the songs or he just sings mm-hmm. every other word so I know his voice kind of like you said it just wasn't getting there but he could have just done the normal Vince thing and just been like <laughs> Friday night point the mic out to the crowd and sing like every few words and just kind of yeah here and there but even his even his first half of the words or phrases were like no it's yeah i i it's true like it wasn't it wasn't great but here's no, one thing I, I here's one saying. thing i do respect though um that i've seen before is it was actually at a poison show when when poison it was new york dolls poison and motley crew yeah. it was at a motley show but it was at the beginning and I guess it was a little different situation, but at the beginning of the show, Brett Michaels came out and basically said, Hey, sorry guys, I have a bit of a cold tonight and like my throat's a little jacked up. I'm not going to be all there, but we didn't want to cancel on you. So I'm going to put the best show I can. Wow. I just might not sound great tonight. Like some, something along wow. those lines. And they did the show and I think he sounded fine, but you know, I it's I get it, and that's I thought that was cool, and he played the whole yeah. show, and and I mean maybe they cut a few songs I didn't know about because I didn't watch any other shows in the yeah. tour except that one, but yeah, they they played the show at least they played some songs, and uh, hmm. so I'm thinking even at that point instead of just leaving the stage, you you could even just kind of say something about how my voice is kind of shot, but I'll try to do this song for you guys or something, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It was interesting. Don't judge me. I, I could <laughs> honestly, I could, I could kind of see both sides of it. I could see, uh, yeah. And I'm definitely not trying to defend him. I, like I said, I, not to be rude, but I really don't have faith that it's going to sound any better than New Year's Eve, which. Oh yeah, New Year's wasn't. Eve was not great. Yeah. Well, but but that's the thing with Vince though. All the time is like, it's always hit and miss. Even on this, it's not even like. Like, there's certain bands where you're like, this year was not great, but this year was great, and this year was not great. But with Motley Crue, well, Vince specifically, the rest of the band usually sounds fine. But with Vince specifically, it'll be the same tour, but it's like, well, this show he sounded like crap, but this show he sounded great, and this mm-hmm. show he's... And it's like, with it can even be within a few nights. And yeah, it's it's really weird. Like, it's... It it's kind of sucks as big of a Motley fan as I am, because <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean it's hard for me to defend them, and I, that's why I don't usually defend them. I know I I know the flaws <laughs> and I know the the <laughs> nonsense, and that's why 
like when we saw Aerosmith, I have no problem admitting that Aerosmith is way better band live to watch than them. Um, mm. At least like Sonic, like they sound great. If you well, uh, like yeah, then. yeah. As a huge Sonic, Motley yeah. fan, like it, there's nothing that can compare to watching them live, but like Aerosmith mm. sounds way better. But the mm. point is, like with with them, they're they're not like they're not really a band where they have years where it's like this year they sound great this year they didn't it's just like this show they sounded great this show mm. they didn't and usually it's vance because yeah. tommy almost never messes up i mean come on yeah he's and like mick has you know come mick, on. i i i can't he blame moments yeah i can't blame mick regardless of what he does just because yeah. i just respect the <laughs> crap out of him for getting up yeah. on stage with all the crap he deals with and his diseases yeah. and stuff. His but mistakes like, are funny though, because his are timing issues. Like when he starts a song, those are hilarious. Oh yeah. But nobody in the crowd, no one would know that, but it's like counting it. Like you won't notice cause Tommy fixes it. Except you when know? he doesn't. And then everyone's Except when off. he doesn't <laughs> like the, the freaking. Uh, yeah, and the what was it the the video game awards when they all got off track? Oh, that's right. That I think on the awesome. on the the outro again of girls goes Girl, girls on the Girl, outro, yeah. and then yeah, there's there's a few where like even if you watch them like back the the us festival when mm-hmm. when shout at the devil oh. was was hadn't come out yet it was like about to come out and they played looks that kill and they all like screwed up uh, the yeah. and yeah. I think like. I think Mick played it and Tommy didn't or something. I don't know. Anyway, but no, I, I, I can never really point the finger at them. Like they, they fix it, especially <laughs> now. Like I, I don't think Tommy and Nikki really mess up now. They've been playing these songs for yeah. 35 years and it's the same and what and like Mick does sometimes, but I respect him too much to even say anything mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. And, uh, obviously Vince is an easy target, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a shame though. Like I think he really could have brought himself taking advantage of the moment. Yeah, he still can now. He's not going to. Still can, but because they pushed it back another year, and like I said, he he won't. I don't think he's going to look like he did back in like eighty five and eighty seven. But a year is a long time. Like he can get into shape. Yeah. He can get some vocal training, or I think yeah. he has a vocal coach. Which I'm curious. Who knows what the hell he's I'm doing? I'm curious to hear. Uh, kisses live performance uh because same with paul but i think paul's is actually something wrong with his voice well yeah because because uh, paul's not super out of shape either he's just getting, no he's in great shape yeah he's just yeah, getting he's, old and it's it's hard i mean a there's lot something of those, actually wrong yeah i mean he, he's getting older for one but a lot of those songs are up they're up there in range it's it can't, what did i what did we say in vegas uh whenever we had that talk about um that song uh oh what's that the unmasked era and I, and he was singing extremely high and i was just like and i told you about uh, how the producer was like man are you sure you want to do that because you know mm-hmm. 20 years 30 years from now that's going to be a rough one and paul was like well i can do it now so let's get it on tape you know yeah that that's how i feel about that stuff too it's mm-hmm. like i i think it's better even if you can't do it in like five to ten, twenty, whatever, if you can't do it, if you can't do it years from now, if you can do it now, record it, make it sound good. Oh, is that live right now? 
Oh, no, so we, they've already played then. Should we just end and watch it? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, that, that's kind of how I feel about that stuff. It's like, sure, maybe I can't do this in like 10 or 15 years, but I can do it now. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's I do- mean, you want that on tape. You wanna, Yeah, because there's yeah. some people that limit themselves with stuff like that. And it's like, I, I don't know if I should put that yeah. on the album because I'm not going to be, be able to do that forever. And it's like, that's fine. Either like you, you could to. not play the song or you could change it up a little bit when you play it later. Yeah. Or I don't know, but it's like, you can do it now. So freaking do it until you can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And adjust it live. I've always thought that like, like sometimes Paul likes to go for some of those notes and stuff, but they just, they can't work. They just can't like his voice. It's not that he's missing the note or whatever. It's just like, like I said, there's something that's happened mm-hmm. where it just, it can't go there, but he'll still try. And it's like, what I would rather hear him do, I would, I would totally be okay with him doing like an octave down, whatever it is he's trying to hit. Yeah. It, it wouldn't bother me any. Yeah. It's, it's gotta be at least, especially with kiss, it's gotta be like a pride thing. It's just oh, like, for sure. For I mean, sure. you're freaking Paul Stanley. It's like, I gotta hit yeah. it or bust because he because he still tries to do like the the heavens on fire intro and all that and <laughs> it's like man i would have cut that a long time well, ago that no, was no that sense. was one that was when we talked about when we were in texas though when we were, when yeah. we were uh, just jamming on songs that because it's such a it's such iconic. just a sudden it's it is iconic but it's also such a sudden intro like after the ooh and the bump you could, you could either just like kind of cut it and just be like, ooh, bah. Uh-huh. but but then you know like he can't do it, so There's he's cutting reason, it. Yeah. Or you just go right into it, and then it's like, oh, what happened to the ooze? Yeah. <laughs> so he's probably thinking like, well, people are gonna notice, and I'm freaking Paul Stanley, so I gotta <laughs> I gotta Stanley. try to do it. I just gotta <laughs> do it. But uh, yeah, that that is a, a tough one to hit. Yeah. Yeah. And if you did it like I did, like three octaves lower, it would also sound pretty weird. So, yeah. Hey, but that's how they tune now. So. That's true. So he could probably do it now. <laughs> yeah, that that was one thing when we saw we saw Kiss live together, and uh, they they played "Tears Are Falling." Wow! Yeah, and I was like, Mark, awesome. there's there's something wrong. If yeah, yeah, if this song is in a key where I could sing it. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I'm yeah. like they're, they're playing this like three steps lower. Yeah, if, if jung, I could jung, sing this song, jung, jung. yeah. Because I, I was, you know, like sometimes you'll sing along to songs and that you're one like, is high. You're like you'll you'll listen to to the songs on CD and you're you're like singing along and you're pushing. It sounds like ass and you're just like I <laughs> should never sing again. But yeah. they played it live and I was like singing along to it and I was like, why does this not feel like my voice is tearing itself yeah. apart and i was like oh because they're playing it like three steps lower i, I had got a, it i had a cover band in oklahoma before well, obviously before i moved out here and stuff and i mean we would do like three hours because we used to play bars we'd do like three hours straight and uh one of our songs was tears are falling and we we're in half step which is kiss's tuning well i think for that one they actually went up to standard so it was a little bit of a break but it was still half step and uh i was the guitar player singer and you know I'm, I've got a pretty generic singing voice, and so like, <laughs> and I was like, okay, but I love the song so much. I was like, well, let's try it anyways. And 
I could do not the super high stuff, but I could do the verses the way they're supposed to be. Because the yeah. verses, if you can find, if you can hit the the first note, then you can kind of sustain it. But yeah, that's the hard one. That it's just getting. The, yeah, no, the chorus. Yeah. I would have to change it. But like, as far as the verses, the verses are still pretty high, and so like, uh, I wanted to do the verses the way they are on the record. See, and so and you're wondering and, why Paul wants to do it. You're not even in the band, and you want to exactly, do it exactly, exactly. And and so like I would always be like we'd have like forty songs or something and I'd be like, okay, this has got to be song number three. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, if I have any chance of doing this, it's got to be somewhere near the top of the set. Yeah, because like my voice is like, it'll it my voice uh, rips up really quickly. Like if I sing lead for like five songs around five or six is whenever you start getting that ripped up kind of yeah. rasp. It doesn't take long for me. <laughs> yeah. That's cause, cause you and me both are not, not uh, vocally trained, trained yeah. and also not vocally gifted. So <laughs> nope. if, if we're trying to sing high, we're pushing. Yeah. <laughs> like at least for me, I know I'm pushing and I know I'm not doing it right. Cause I could, if I'm singing high, I could feel my voice shredding itself. And I'm like, yeah, I know this is this isn't how it's supposed to feel. I know you this isn't how it's awful. supposed to yeah. Swelling or whatever. Cause, Cause like vocal coaches and stuff always tell you about like uh, if you're gonna sing higher, you gotta push from your diaphragm, relax your jaw, and don't push from your throat. And I'm like, I don't, don't think I could hit the note if I do that. Like I can't <laughs> like that that's what <laughs> That's what I sound like if I don't do it. You sound like Job of the Hut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. That that's what I'm gonna sound like if I don't shred my voice up. So uh, <laughs> I could I could either sing it and kind of hit the note and shred my voice and not sing after this song, or I could yeah. just sound like a, I'm freaking rhino having sex or something. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway so so i saw even even after uh vince's little little mishap at that show yeah he's headlining monsters on the mountain festival yeah which i i don't exactly know what this festival is but i know it's a I lot do. of it's a lot of like you know the those kicks night ranger yeah a lot of those 80s i think that the two headliners are vince neal and tesla Tesla, and, and then uh yeah all the other bands are like opening or whatever but night ranger i also and... saw john karabi's playing that show which i thought was interesting oh, is he? oh that's right yeah 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 yes so karabi's yeah. opening for vince new wow. wonder how that feels wow. but here's the thing that grinds my gears about this and not just yeah, this gonna, show we're both gonna feel dumb for not pointing it out but man how cool would that be like if he come they went up on stage and did like you know, something, anything, anything. Power to the music. No, I'm just kidding. Well, I don't want to. You know, I, I, it would be cool, but I don't want to see Zoltan ruin any of those songs, oh, though. Because yeah, he's still, he, he's still, he's dr- still. Yeah, I know. God, Zoltan. <laughs> I get. We usually don't trash talk, but man, that guy. I get so mad when people. Because because we, I've seen Vince Neil live his solo thing. I think twice, and I think both times are with you. Yeah. And I just get so annoyed when people actually enjoy Zoltan. They love that guy. I, I, I just like, 
<laughs> it irks me more than it should when people are like, oh my god, he's so good. Like, oh, did, we, did you see I, the drummer? I'm like... I know we don't horrible. normally like... I know we normally don't trash people on cold ones, but man... <laughs> we trash people all the time off the off camera. Oh yeah, oh yeah. All but the time. on camera, we got to be nice people. <laughs> but, but no, yeah. It's, oh my god, dude! I can't stand that guy. <laughs> if Zoltan ever watches this, I don't know why he would. I'm sorry, but I can't stand you. I just can't. I don't like your playing style. I think you ruin all the songs. Just trying, trying too much to do your little diddly tricks and oh, throwing your shoe at cymbals and dude i watched that guy stand up oh my god during a drum fill pick his drum stool up crash on beat one with his drum stool beat two put it on the ground and sit back down and keep playing of course it threw the whole thing off but like at least he hit the crash cymbal with the six it's just feet. it's too too much and <laughs> and the beat skips too much because you're doing too much man just play the song anyway i'm not gonna (laughs) hark on that but here's the here's the thing that irks me aside from zoltan um (laughs) so we got as you mentioned so we have we have vince neal and i think tesla is the other headliner and then we got like kicks and freaking i think uh, one of the opening bands i think uh tom Kiefer's playing maybe i don't know like all the all the ones that kind of open all those it's always the same bands and same people, but they've got a freaking tribute band in the line. I think a queen tribute band. And I'm getting, Uh, I'm getting really annoyed seeing in all these big festivals. I think even like M3 and, and and, uh, the the rock, what is it? The monsters of rock cruise or whatever they call it. Rock cruise. They all, they have all these bands that it's, it's a lot of times the same ones, but, now they're throwing in like these tribute bands here and there. There's, yeah. I think M3 or one of those has All a Def Leppard tribute band. The, this Monsters of the Mountain thing has the Queen, I think it was tribute band. Yeah, the Monsters like of Rock Cruise, I think has it's a Cruise Guns N' Roses tribute band or something like. And I'm like, what is going on? Why can't they book some new? And it doesn't have to be us. It would be nice if it was us, but I'm just. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not sour. But just I'm not sour about it not being us. I'm just saying in general. Why can't we find some like new young rock bands? But and I I know like people say like you know no one's looking for new music. No one's looking for new music. Not if you go to those shows. You talk to those people after the shows, and they love new bands. It's just they don't. <laughs> you just don't see it in sales and stuff that much. But like at shows, people. You know, you know why no one's looking for new music is because the only new music that's being pushed is a bunch of crap. Mm-hmm. It's all. It, I mean, a lot of the new music is either like hip hop or rap or yeah. dubstep or whatever electronic sounds. There's not a lot of rock bands being pushed now. Yeah. There's not the only yeah. the only bands that come to mind is the Struts. You want to you want to take this one over? I got a P two, but I could. Oh the, well, thanks for giving our secret away. What what if we just take a? I don't know if we ever done this before. What if we just take a cold ones break? Intermission? No. <laughs> Inter- <laughs> the, all right, you go quick, and then you could. I'll hand you the reins, and then I could go after you. Okay. All right, ready? Go. Run. <laughs> Run! I don't see you running. The the only new bands that I know of right now, that I've heard of, are are the Struts, which is almost like a a Queen. 
I don't want to say rip off because I, I do like them, but they're they're almost like a queen kind of sound alike. And then we got Greta Van Fleet that everyone knows is kind of like a Led Zeppelin. That one I will say rip off, even though they will will not admit it for the life of them. They'll they run away from that, trying to pretend that Led Zeppelin has no influence on them, even though come on. And then we got Dirty Honey, which uh, I don't. I, I don't really have a band to say they rip off of. Uh, I mean, I know that they have influences and they have some like ACDC sound and stuff and whatever, but I, I think I like them. They're cool. And I'm not saying that, that we don't rip off bands. We definitely do. I just don't like when bands rip off of something and pretend they don't is what, what I'm going for here with the Grand Man Fleet thing. But anyway, so we only we, we have those three bands. Those are the only three bands I know of that are kind of up and coming right now. But they're not even on these on these uh, lineups right now, and I feel like there's so many bands that would be ready and willing to play these type of shows. And why are we only booking tribute bands to play these things when there's yeah. so many bands like us, and I'm sure thousands of other bands, and I'm sure there's some that sound great. Maybe not everyone thinks we sound great, and that's fine. I think. I think if we want to, we could sound pretty tight and I think we could fit some of these lineups, <laughs> but there's thousands of bands that you could book. And my problem with this is, I mean, first of all, like who wants to watch a tribute band at one of these shows? But secondly, like what's going to happen in 10 years from now when all these bands are gone That's a, yeah, and, that's and we have no new bands that are being pushed to play these mm. shows. Like, you're not going to have these shows anymore because you're not setting up your replacements. Yeah. Aerosmith is in their seventies and like late seventies, early eighties. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't even know how old they are, but they're somewhere around there. I don't care how much they say they are or think they are. Dirty honey is not going to be the next Aerosmith. I don't feel it. They're good. They're very good. Well, but like the, as far as superstars like Aerosmith, not a chance. I don't think so either. But even if they are the biggest band of our generation, and they're playing in their headline shows like Monsters of Rock Cruise. We got no bands to open for them. Yeah. Like, you can't yeah. have a whole freaking weekend cruise with one band playing. Yeah. And that's my thing. So it's like we need to stop booking these tribute bands just because you can't afford the real Def Leppard. Mm-hmm. You're going to freaking yeah. book a Def Leppard tribute band. Like, we need to find bands. It doesn't have any, even have to be from L.A. Because I'll even admit a lot of bands from L.A. are horrible. I think yeah. L.A. is probably the worst place to start. <laughs> Aside from us, LeatherDuchess.com. LeatherDuchess.com. Hit me uh, up at uh, JakeWolfLeatherDuchess I mean, at gmail.com. Copyright uh, 2014. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like there, there's so many young rock bands that would be ready and willing. And like I think I, – I don't think anyone's looking ahead. No one's no. looking. Everyone's. No, no. They're looking. They're looking behind them. Looking in the past. They're they're booking all, all the headline. I mean, even look look at the lineup itself. Is Vince Neil, Tesla, Kicks, mm-hmm. Cinderella, Rat, whatever, whatever. They're all from the seventies and eighties. I mean, yeah. all the ones I listed are from the eighties. But like, even like Aerosmith and whatever. Night Rangers it, from the seventies. Yeah, seventies and eighties. Yeah. And then you're getting tribute bands of the eighties. These are all yeah. old bands, old people. That aren't going to be long, aren't going to be around in ten years from now. 
Yeah. We're going to have zero shows, zero festivals, because if you try in 10 years to book a festival like this, when none of these bands are playing anymore, no one's going to show up because no one's going to know who we are. No. But if you get a band like Leather Duchess or band I never heard of, but I would hear of if you actually helped promote them and put them on these shows. Now, the and name start, would become yeah. something in your head that you know. Yeah, like... Like, for example, right now, I know who Dirty Honey is because they're being pushed and they're playing these tours with, like, Guns N' Roses and and Mm -hmm. Greta Van Fleet was supposed to play with Metallica before it got canceled. And, like, I know these bands and that's cool. And I'm I'm glad that there's actually a few rock bands that are kind of getting their name out there. But we need more than two bands to play the shows in the future because you can't book a festival with two bands in 10 years when no one else is there to play the shows and that's where breakoutmusic.com comes in go there advertising that's not what i was going for but you can do it (laughs) (laughs) but i mean unless and and that's one thing i'm worried about is is in 10 years from now the world is just going to be or not the world, but like these festivals are just going to be only tribute bands and there's not going to be yeah. music anymore. It, it, it's way easier for them to go that route, which if it's easier for them to go, unfortunately they could very well might. And it's like, you should be seeing. Hey Mark, the... why don't you give me your thoughts on this while I okay. uh, go run away real quick. Yeah. So like you were saying about the, um, you know, in 10 years, these bands aren't going to be there to, to, to headline these festivals or or whatever to fill it out even but if if they were thinking about that if they were thinking about that far in the future you would already start seeing that shift happen now uh, some festivals are bringing in new bands but not not like pushing them or not, or not promoting them or anything like that it's still 100% relying on uh, you know the the, the big names, the Vince Neils, the Teslas, and and all that stuff. But uh, all the like super low bands on there, they just put their name really tiny down there, and that's it. Uh, but you would start seeing them shift towards new bands if they were trying to take care of their their you know their future lineups. But you don't see any of that. So I think it's just going to be a big disaster. Like by the time all these bands retire and it's going to happen all really close together. Like I, I seriously think all these bands are probably going to start retiring within three years of each other. Um, I don't know when, but probably within like three or four years of each other, they'll probably all be retired, but then, okay. You announce monsters of rock or the download festival, even, and you have nobody to fill out. Yeah, you just have you have nobody to fill out the lineup, and so you're going to go from like a festival with sixty thousand or eighty thousand people, probably all the way down to like eight thousand people. Like if they threw us on there, it, even in the middle, that's not going to bring anybody in. I hear some rumbling. There he is. Yeah, I, so I, I was just saying like I was just saying if you if you like kind of the same idea, but same idea, but it's just like they're not steering the ship towards uh, weaning people off those old bands. So by the time I was saying like, you know, 
I think, I don't know when, but all these bands are going to probably start retiring within like two, three years of each other. Probably pretty close at the same time. Retiring or dying. Well, yeah. And so like, then what? Then you scramble and get some bands from LA, pluck them out of there and put them on uh, Huntington. That's why, that's why I'm worried about, I'm worried about the rock music industry going strictly to tribute bands. It's easier for them to do that. Because I can't, I can't see, like, imagine if every band that, that we, including me and you, every band that we love now, and all the bands that we pay to go see live, I mean, we do like to go see a lot of local bands too, because we're actually trying to find some uh, young, newer bands ourselves, but all, all the ones we actually know of that we pay to see at the forum and all that stuff. Imagine if all those bands kind of stop in like two to three years. Yeah. Or like you said, within two to three years of each other. I can't see Download Festival or Wacken Festival or anything. Just booking a bunch of bands no one's heard of and hoping for the best. Well, that's what I was saying. I'm really worried what's going to happen is they're just going to be like, well. We can't do it. Well, no, they're not just going to say we can't. Oh, do it, oh you're they talking make, about the, yeah. the tribute thing, yeah, yeah, because yeah. they're not going to be, they're not just going to give up on making money. They're going to be like, well, instead, we're just going to get a freaking uh, we'll get an Aerosmith tribute band, we'll get a Def Leppard tribute band, a Motley Crue tribute band, Guns N' Roses and, tribute, and it's just going to be tribute shows. And and here's the sickest part: is by then, tribute bands could be so big that their their income is so much higher. So now their stage shows can be replicating. Those that dude, I, I I can almost see a future where tribute bands make so much money that they can actually rebuild those stages. They can, you know, do all that stuff. So now you're gonna have tribute bands that have giant stage sets. Yeah. And, well, if it, if it goes that way, that will then happen. They can. Yeah, because it, if it if they end up not booking original bands and only booking tribute bands, like because. Imagine there, there's some really good tribute bands. I will admit that. Yeah, of course. There's some really good ones out here in, in California mm-hmm. or just the U.S. in general. If if they want to try to book a show, like think think of think of uh, just just any of the, any of the big European lineups, European festival lineups that are going on now. Like I think one of them headlining is is Judas Priest, Alice Cooper, and somebody else or whatever. I don't know whoever else it is, but in like ten years from now, let's say none of those bands are playing, and they're booking these bands from the U.S. Obviously, you're going to need a fat paycheck to fly out there first of all, and if the original things aren't there, and, and they want you to headline this festival, like this day long festival where they're charging hundreds yeah. of dollars for people to stay for the weekend, these bands are going to be making almost as much as the actual bands the are actual making, bands. and yeah. the size of the stage they're playing, they're going to need. It, it basically will just be people copying and making that much money and off then of it, it. And then it leads into the whole thing. I mean, it's just a whole rabbit hole, obviously. But it's like, okay, at what point does the original band or the company, however you want to see it, just hire that the best tribute band and just slap the name on it? I mean, that's and technically just, what Kiss is planning to do, that's right? That's what Kiss is going to do, Except, yeah. see, that's a little different, though. Because, I mean... It's not because uh, it's obviously not going to be Kiss, but they're openly saying like 
one day we can't do this anymore and we're gonna hire people to be us which it's kind of that case in that case it's kind of like being the characters it's like we're hiring someone to be star child we're hiring someone to be the demon i can see how that's slightly different and and that does that that i could get behind i mean Mm -hmm. it's not going to be the same obviously and i don't think they're going to be selling out arenas anymore but i wouldn't boycott it yeah like i get that but when it's just somebody that's like pretending and it's kind of funny talking about this because i'm i am in a uh, motley crew tribute (laughs) (laughs) but you know why because our original band doesn't make a dot we made we made 13 dollars in the past six months off cd baby for our music when i play a single show with with uh my motley crew tribute band depending where it's at i'll I'll get around 350 for a night if we play out of town i'll I'll get around a thousand 1500 yeah. for a weekend and you know it's it's cool making money off playing music yeah and i hate that it's not my own music but i the opportunity came up and i already knew all the songs so i was like dude tommy lee's like my biggest influence i know these songs mm-hmm. why not but i'd i'd much more prefer like i don't want to go to a festival playing pretending that i'm tommy lee playing motley Crue songs i'd much rather play a scale i'd much rather play original songs with yeah with my buddies in in my own band like with songs that i wrote and put my heart into mm-hmm. and i mean really the only reason i do it right now is because like i don't like i'm a stay-at-home dad i don't have a job i don't have yeah. any income so it's like like i said i know these songs already we don't even play that often we don't play like these bigger shows and it's just like when we do it's it's cool to have some money here and there but uh yeah dude it it blows my mind when i see these lineups and it's like all these either big names or used to be big names and then pyromania the def leppard tributes Mm -hmm. and i'm like are you kidding me like there's so many bands out there that i'm sure these even bands like us that would be dumb enough to pay you to play this thing you don't even have to pay a band oh yeah for sure like if I'd pay, I'd pay a few. I'd pay to get on. I'd pay a few good dollars to open a show with Vince Neil or whatever. Like I don't, yeah. you know, Vince Neil and John Karabi. That's half a Motley Crew yeah. right there. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. Who it's knows? Crazy, I'm, I'm very, I'm very curious and scared to see what happens. Yeah, because it could go one or two. Like in ten years, ninety percent of the, of these bands aren't going to be around anymore. No, and it's it's either going to be somehow a big opportunity opens up for bands like us, and they're scrounging for bands to play these things, or it's just going to be even worse than it is now, and only tribute bands are booking this stuff. Yeah, who knows? I'm curious to find out. And you, you know what really what really sucks about it too is is a lot of these people that watch these tribute bands, it's because they're in it for the nostalgia and they like. You know, they, they're like, I want to be brought back to the 80s or whatever. But a lot of people that see us specifically, yeah. and, and once again, I'm not saying we're the answer, and I'm not, I'm not thinking we're the only band that should be booked for these things. But just We're spe- the only example we can... Yeah, yeah just specifically because I'm in the band, so I know what we've seen. is like, yeah. for us, is like people... All, like after our show they always tell come up to us and tell us how you remind me of the 80s, you bring me back. And even... Uh, we we've lately we've had a lot of uh vinyl album reviewers and stuff and they're always talking about how like 
early nineties. Yeah, you, you sound just like this. Or, or it, there was one review we got where they said, uh, "This sounds like the sequel to Hellacious Acres from Dangerous Toys." Oh yeah, yeah. Which is like, I mean, does that's a big compliment because we're we're yeah. big Dangerous Toys fans. But it's like there are bands out there that could bring people back like that without being a tribute yeah, band or just playing that stuff. And that's a good point. And it's like you can okay like if we remind them of the the like late 80s early 90s stuff it's like okay that's cool but you're getting songs you've never heard so it's it's more of that yeah and i think that's what people like a lot about uh about these vinyl reviews we've been getting is like it sounds like this or reminds me of this but it's like new yeah it's and, like and people are really digging it and that's why i think if bands like us are at our level get that push and get the opportunity to play these festivals instead of these tribute bands like it it could kind of resurge that thing that people are looking for like i'm sure there's i'm sure there's plenty of rock bands that kind of have that same thing that we have that we've never heard of because they don't get the promotion and they don't get the push like we don't know the only like i was saying when you went to the bathroom the only bands I really know right now that are getting that push is the Struts, Greta Van Fleet, and Dirty Honey. Cause they're those are the only three I know. Only because they're playing those those bigger shows and they're opening for the bigger bands. I'm sure there's some great band out in the middle of I don't know where, freaking Ohio. Alabama, yeah, Ohio, yeah. Utah, I don't know, wherever. There's probably some band that sounds great that I'd fall in love with immediately, but they yeah. don't get any oh, push. Sure. They don't have a promotion, Definitely. like. Yeah. It's it's hard for bands like us to get out there, and especially now that they're pushing freaking tribute bands. Like, mm-hmm. I'm never gonna hear them now, and it sucks. Dude, you know how like we always talk about our dream lineup to bring out on a like a a tour is like we don't even talk about big bands. Oh no, we talk about we talk about a dream tour would be us, Electric Hound, Snake Fist, go out on the road and play. You know our set times however like what's your set what what do you run your set at let's do it Let, you know uh, you know like yeah and we'd even have fun with because a lot of a lot of these these big tours that have lineups like for fans that think of stuff like that like oh i would love to see motley crew guns and roses and skid row mm-hmm. like it's a cool lineup but it's like as soon as skid row's done they leave when guns and roses yeah. is done they leave when motley's done they leave whatever but for the the lineups we talk about, it's bands we mm-hmm. really like and like yeah. people we're kind of friends with too. So it's yeah. like if we played these shows, I'm sure we'd even have fun with like some nights. We'd be like, "What if I play drums with Electric Hound on this <laughs> yeah. song, and you play?" <laughs> yeah. And like we'd stay for the whole thing. We'd oh, have yeah, fun. Yeah. I'm sure we'd like tour together. And once Big again, I, it might be just because we're young and stupid and we've never actually done the tour thing and maybe we're not tired of it yet. And these other bands, maybe they've done it once upon a time. Yeah. I don't think I'd ever get tired of it, but maybe yeah. I just don't know. But Because I, I think if, if we did something like that, we'd have a lot of fun with it. And we'd switch band members up for a song here and there. And maybe we'd even like write a song together. And Yeah. Do I always it. thought it'd be cool. Put a big like put a three band tour together like that and then like each night at the end of it like you know because i've always i've always wondered i'm like we've really painted ourselves in a corner with the song gunslinger like obviously you know some people like it some people won't whatever i i I like everyone likes it it's a great song (laughs) 
and like it's such an ending song that i'm like how could we ever like you know like not have an end or whatever the answer is to do a tour like that with our buddies and then we'll play our gunslinger we'll knock it out you know we'll do the big ending and all that stuff close it well we got some people coming up on stage and we all get up on stage and do a cover and just end the night you know what's funny you say how how do we not end with that song the first two years of this band we used to open with that song and i hated it (laughs) (laughs) it it was weird having the biggest the biggest ending of the song be the first song i was not a fan Mm -hmm. i I didn't hate it though but it it did it was kind of weird like Cause it has, it's just such a long ending and so such like it has like the guitar solos and the drum. And we fills tried and... shortening that ending because of that, but it just it it's weird. A missed opportunity. Yeah, even even on the album, the ending's kind of long, but just because mm-hmm. and it's the first. Well, aside from High Noon, it's the first song on the album, but yeah, it it doesn't really. I don't know. That's the only way it ever felt right. But it, it it's kind of like um. I, at the big four concert i i don't know if you've seen the dvd but i was actually there in person well the one they filmed i think was in new york but i was at the the indio show the one they did in california and uh you know it was it was all four the the bands played anthrax megadeth slayer and metallica and the very last song there was member there was members from every band that got on stage yeah and they played am i evil which I thought was really cool, even though it was kind of cool. weird because there's like five guitar players and three bass players yeah. and two drummers or whatever they did. But um, it was cool though, and that's kind of what I think of when when you're talking about like us booking a tour with with these bands those, like Electric yeah. Candle, Snake Fist, whatever. It's like, I mean, maybe not playing a cover. Maybe we would do a cover, but just like us kind of like switching members around, and maybe at the end we all kind of like do a collab thing, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think that's it's really lacking in music industry today. Yeah, because even even when these bands play together, like, or when they play shows together, you don't see them play together. And there's no sense of community with the uh, local bands either. It's just people are stu- don't interact as much like with each other. You know, like everyone does our buddies here or whatever. If you're playing a show with them or whatever, yeah. But you don't get those like that sense of community like that would help you know that's why me and you mark we got to get out and go to more shows yeah and we can make a new show on breakoutmusic.tv and have uh some type of backstage behind the scenes show so when you so when you leave and go to a a bar that has live music like i'm working sorry yeah i'm working i'm working i gotta work (laughs) We got it's a weekly show. I got to go out every weekend <laughs> and drink with Mark, and we got to film some band backstage. And uh, you come back and you're like, "Ah, oh, we forgot to go. We forgot to do it. <laughs> I didn't bring my camera. I didn't bring, but my I camera. drank a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a it's a weird time, man. It's it's kind of frustrating. Yeah. It's kind of weird. We'll see how it plays out. But yeah, well. Anything uh, else? I think that's all I got. Me too. I got to do some laundry. What are you, you doing laundry at 1030 at night? Well, it's in the washer. I still, I got to flip it over. Doesn't the, doesn't your laundry place close at like eight? I have the key. Well, I, I mean, on, on the door, it says it closes, right? Yeah. 
So are you actually gonna gonna leave me now at the time we end the show, or are you just? No, gonna, I got him. I got a minute. You're gonna step away and get your laundry and come back, and we're gonna yeah talk about more interesting things after I hit end the stream. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'll, I've learned not to hit end. You, you know what's funny? Have you finally? <laughs> finally, the first. What, what, we're on episode seventeen. I think the first thirteen episodes of this show. <laughs> Even though we had a break in between, like, 10 and 11 was, like, a year mm-hmm. break. But the first 13 episodes of this show, we, we'd do it. And as soon as I say goodbye and end, end the stream, Mark hangs up immediately. Well, and you then, were saying goodbye. I'm saying goodbye <laughs> to the people. And then he ends, and then he texts me. He's like, hey, we hanging out tonight? I was like, I'm still on the call, dude. You, I don't know why you hung up. And then... uh and then he comes back. I'm like, you don't have to end because I say I'm gonna I'm gonna end the thing, and we could still talk. And it still took me like five months to realize. It, uh, I think I think he finally got it because last week he he stayed on, which I was proud I of. But what's funny is a lot of the times, like some of the episodes when we're like, we don't have a lot to talk about tonight, and we'll kind of mm-hmm. wing it like we did tonight, which I think went pretty well. We went an hour and forty minutes. Yeah, and. Uh, uh, but yeah, we're like at the beginning, we're like, uh, we don't really have any topics and we're just going to wing it or whatever. And we end the thing. And then after you come back and we start talking, I feel like sometimes we talk about more interesting things after <laughs> than when we're on the thing. And I, I feel like I'm like, I should just keep recording the whole thing and we should just upload this portion as the video instead. Yeah. Huh. But uh, no, it wasn't too bad tonight for having no topics. I think we had a few topics. To end on, just because this was, just so everyone knows, we were so, we didn't know what we were <laughs> going to talk about or anything. Uh, so, you already know where I'm going with this. Yeah. Well, I and, see it in, the, in your camera. Yeah. yeah. So. It's kind of queued up every episode, though, just in case. We never yeah. know. You never know. So, you never know if you're just going to fall on your face and you need a backup plan. So, I, I brought down the bro code. And if anybody has been watching this start to finish uh all the episodes um you'll know that there was an entire episode of the bro code where we talked about our experiences i do suggest going back i believe it's episode that. number 10 okay i'm glad you knew that if you look that... on if you look on breakoutmusic.tv which you would be on because that's the only place this will be uploaded oh, yeah. uh it's the episode's called the bro code i believe it's episode 10 it i would suggest going and watching it it's it, pretty good the experiences with the bro code so it's pretty fun go ahead no i was just saying it's pretty fun oh yeah, yeah. it was a so, fun episode so i figure we should close out with our plan b oh we I'll can just, do one I'll, I'll, well, I'll pick one out yeah yeah so we, we did a whole episode with the bro code which was fun but after the episode because i i think watching back it wasn't like the most entertaining compared to some of the other ones but it was still fun to do and uh, after the episode, we had such a good time. We we told ourselves we were going to do another one. So we're actually planning to do a part two one day. But right now, it's just kind of like our backup in case we have an episode where either there's not enough topics or we just, I don't know, it's too short and we just pull it out. Jake, but, do you, did you send me a message? Do you have your phone? Don't read it out loud. Do you I have, have it? I'm going to read it out loud. So, I just wanted to see your face reaction when you read that one obviously i'm not reading that one but uh i never share this observation about <laughs> i'm gonna read it out loud i'm gonna yep. give the whole 
This will, this oh, will, boy. See, we've only gone an hour and 45 minutes. This will give the rest of the 15 minutes to oh. make it two hours if Jeez. I explain this. I'm still old. No, um, we, <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we did a whole episode on this, and it was, it was a fun time. So we decided yeah. amongst ourselves after the episode that we're going to do a part two one day, which we haven't planned the day yet. But it's right now it's just kind of a backup in case uh, one of our episodes run dry. We're just gonna pull this this bad boy out, but for tonight, I guess because Mark wants he has it ready, we're gonna end on one, and then uh, I guess we'll do a full episode another day. But go ahead, what do you got? You look like you're ready. I'm just I'm realizing how many funny ones. Okay, uh, sorry. Okay, uh, a bro cannot make eye contact during. Okay, never mind, never mind. <laughs> During what now? During lunch. No, um. <laughs> the devil's through it. Um, okay. Uh, we're in... Oh, wait, wrong way. Article. Oh, man. I don't know if you can really riff on this one. Maybe you can. Article I can riff number... on anything. Article number 24. When wearing a baseball cap, a bro may position the brim at either 12 o'clock or 6 o'clock. Okay. All other angles are reserved for rappers and the handicapped. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that got dark really quick. <laughs> yeah. Not well, touching that one. No. <laughs> well, I'm a rapper and slightly handicapped, so I can wear it at any angle I want to. I I do the 360. Well, uh, you've taken there there you we've done a photo little miniature photo shoot with you wearing a backwards hat. Well, it said six or twelve o'clock. Yeah, six, six o'clock is backwards. So that's fine. That. Yeah, you've done that. But the other positions are, I I actually uh, I haven't been much of a hat man until recently because because my head's pretty big. <laughs> Not a lot of stuff fits my head, especially. When my hair is at full volume, it, it gets even more fluffy, and it's hard to fit stuff on my head without looking awkward. But recently, I've been finding some hats that fit me. The wow. first the first one that I ever felt comfortable wearing was Electric Hound's hat oh, yeah, that we got right. at the Lynch Mob show, which wasn't even that long ago. That was, yeah. what was that, two years yeah. ago? That was the first time I ever like was like, I could wear this hat in public. And ever since then, I found a couple other ones. I'm a little more hat savvy. I I always kind of felt like as a musician, when I was like when I was in high school and stuff, I see people wearing hats, and to me they always look like drummers. I was like, I think the hat is like a drummer thing, like the backwards hat with the long hair. Oh yeah, yeah. it's a drummer thing. Even though Axel does it, but you know whatever. Axel also wears a kilt, so who cares? But, who knows? Yeah. But I, I always felt I was like that's a drummer thing, and at the time I wasn't a drummer yet, so I was like. For one, hats look weird on me, and also I just, I don't know, I, 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 hats just weren't my thing. After I became a drummer, I was like, maybe I could do hats now? Mm. And I tried a few of them, and I still thought they looked weird on me, but then we went to the Electric Hound show, and I was like, I'm going to buy that hat, even if it doesn't look <laughs> good on me. I just want to buy that hat, and I bought it, and I put it on, and I was like, it actually doesn't look that, like, I don't look awkward like most hats, and uh, ever since then... I've, I don't want to say I'm a hat guy because I still don't wear them that often. Yeah. But I don't feel too bad wearing a few hats. But I always wear them in the uh, the 6 o'clock position. 
I never do 12 o'clock. <laughs> I haven't tried anything in between. I, I just do the, the 6 o'clock, and that's it. Man, I, I tried the bullet hat, and I it took it took me like two hours to get out of the house to convince myself to bring well, it. Well, you, you wore it oh, at our last photo shoot? Mm-hmm. And then we got the photos back, and I was like, "Nope, no, 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 close, <laughs> close it, close it." You know what? I close just, it. I just lied right now when when I said I don't do the six o'clock position, or the the uh, twelve o'clock, because on on our off the stage episode with Electric Hound, I was wearing the Electric Hound hat. Oh, that's right. And at the beginning, I flipped it to twelve o'clock, and I wore it that way the whole entire episode. <laughs> I actually meant to flip it back. I just totally forgot because oh. because I flipped. I it was just for the stupid joke to be like. Cause you were wearing the shirt and I was like, Oh, I got the hat on and I flipped oh, it around yeah, yeah. and I was going to flip it back and I just forgot. And then I was watching it back the other day when I was uploading it and I was like, I <laughs> wore it that way the whole time. And I look like a freaking moron, but all right. <laughs> At least the bro code says I'm allowed to wear it that way. So I'm still a That's bro. Fair. That's fine. So bro code still upheld. I It's still upheld very much. Uh, yeah. You wore, you wore the, uh, the bullet hat for, one show for some well that was like way back when but it, no like I, I was gonna say you wore it for some of the shots in a recent photo shoot mm-hmm. so you didn't like any yeah. of them no yeah i was looking back at those because tyler <laughs> tyler said he wanted to make uh by the way i think we're coming out with a new shirt with all the band members on it mm-hmm. finally tyler, gonna have a band which is cool shirt. i looked back at all the solo shots not really fond of any of mine either oh really i i might I might have to uh, just pick one of the group shots and be like, "Hey, Tyler, crop me out of here, out of this one, and pick yeah. that." Because, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I wasn't um, digging. Yeah, and, the, and like the, the setting shots. was cool, the photographer was great, and everything was perfect. It's just like whenever I try new things, I'm like, "Ooh, shouldn't have done that." Yes, yeah. I mean, it's it's nothing to do with the photographer. She was great. Uh, it, mm-hmm. it it has all to do with me with the shots that I don't like. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm not saying me anything too. about her her work because it, no, it yeah. like the quality looks great and the yeah, lighting no, is cool it it's just all my poses and stuff i'm like nah don't like that I know. don't like that me too uh, some of the group yeah. shots i like though i think there's some really cool yeah. group shots we did but uh oh yeah yeah the hat the, the bullet hat i like the bullet hat but for some reason on you it it, it, doesn't, it doesn't look right work. it just doesn't no. look right Mm-mm. i think it's the same with me and most hats also I don't think I can do the hat. I only got there's only a small number of hats that look I think look good <laughs> on me. But anyway, uh, I think that's it for Bro tonight. Code upheld. Bro code upheld. I only do the mostly six o'clock, apparently twelve o'clock if I'm interviewing a band. Uh, I don't think you wear hats at all. I mean, the bullet hat you, there isn't really a time position because it, it's it just, it's, it's random. So it's it's that one's like a twenty four hour cap. uh but yeah you don't really wear hats ever so no it looks like we're bros bro uh i guess that's it for tonight unless you got any any other sweet serenades to say tonight no i think uh that's about it before we say bye-bye thanks everyone for watching i still have no idea what to name this episode after we finished it i'm gonna have to watch it back and figure out a good title and description but uh it was a good time. Yeah. I think. Sweet hangs. I mean, it was almost two hours without having really any real topics. So that was cool. Yeah. I think we're getting the hang of this. Yeah, we might. Yeah. 17 episodes later, a year and a half later from the beginning. Now it's like a year and a couple months. One of these days, we're going to come up without planning this at all. And just, we're just going to go. 
<laughs> I'm gonna be like, like ten minutes before, be like, hey Mark, should we do a, a impromptu cold ones? He'll be like, yes, and we'll do it, and we're just gonna go. We're gonna riff. It'll be amazing. Great. Uh, aside from that, I need to grab more beers anyway because I'm out at my. Uh, I'm not out, but at my. In hands reach, I'm out. So, I'm ending this. Good night, everyone. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next week. Once again, yeah. no off the stage this Monday because we're doing the uh, thing with Chris, the Red Stripe Man. We'll give you more information on that next cold ones because I don't have it right now because I'm not a great uh, promoter. <laughs> but aside from that, have a good night. All right. See y'all.